Let us pray. Revealing God who has shown himself to us in Jesus Christ, and desires that none should be lost and that all should be saved, open our eyes to see Jesus, our hearts to receive him, and our minds to his revelation in your holy word. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning, all saints. Well, friends, it is that time of year again, that time of year when talk is full of resolutions, right? Making choices to do things differently, better in the new calendar year, uh, maybe in the new decade than in the one that has passed. The gyms are full. All the dieting and exercise groups on social media are abuzz with new members hopeful for good things to happen this year. We've all put up our new calendars. We may have started our new reading list for the year. We're all hopeful, right, that 2020 will be a good year, a better year, perhaps a better decade. And at the same time, our news feeds are filled with the horrific news out of Australia of brush fires engulfing massive areas of land, killing untold numbers of wild animals and destroying everything in its path. We heard over Christmas and during the season of Hanukkah of the increase of anti-Semitism and the brazen attacks on Jews who were celebrating, particularly in the States. We've just heard of the bombing of the top Iranian commander and now the fear and the threat and the worry of war is at the top of everyone's mind, so much so that this morning on our way here, initiated at her uh, conversation, it was all we talked about with our 13-year-old daughter. And friends, that is where we sit today. That is part of the context in which we exist and in which we come into the season of Epiphany a time when we celebrate the good news of the revelation of Jesus Christ to all nations and all people. It is also the time that we celebrate the arrival of the Magi to Bethlehem, those who came from the east, Matthew says. They had followed the star. They wanted to pay him homage. They wanted to worship. They were excited. They were hopeful. This was new, right? The star, the journey, this adventure. They knew that this star that appeared signaled the birth of the one to be known as the king of the Jews. And whoever this king was, whose birth had been announced in the heavens, they wanted to find him. It was to him that they had been drawn in order that they might worship him. And at the same time, there was a very different reaction to the announcement of the arrival of the new king from Herod and the people of Jerusalem. Matthew says they were all frightened. Herod was afraid, of course, because news of a new king threatened his rule, his power, his authority. And out of that fear, he devised a plan that he thought would annihilate that threat. Thankfully, how wrong he was. You see, this season of Epiphany starts for us under similar circumstances to the Magi, to King Herod and the people of Jerusalem at the time of the revelation of Jesus' birth. There is both excitement and hope at the new, and there is great fear of the unknown. But there is more to this story. There was a particular image that gripped me earlier in the week as I was studying. It was by the same artist who designed the front cover of the leaflet this morning, 
And it was of the Magi dreaming and being warned not to return to Herod in Jerusalem. It's one thing to hear the words that Matthew writes. It was another thing to see the artist's depiction. It struck me this week that through this story and on display for all to see in Matthew's account, as we heard read today, is the fierce faithfulness of our God and his steadfast love for us all. By warning the Magi in a dream not to return to Herod, God is working his plan. The plan that had been put in place, that had put, pardon me, had been put into action would not be thwarted by the actions of an angry, insecure, earthly king who felt threatened by the emergence of the one who was the true king of all. Regardless of how cunning or how smart Herod perceived himself to be, his plot to annihilate the new king was foiled when the Magi did not return to him and give him the precise location of the newborn babe. Friends, this was God's doing. This was God carrying out his great plan. This was God acting in faithfulness, not only to himself, not only to the words spoken by the prophets, like Isaiah, whom we heard read this morning, but it was faithfulness to us even before we were born. If Herod had his way, then that would have been the end of the story. But as it is, it is just the beginning. Herod had no idea he was seeking to blot out God's plan to save us and all humanity. God's great love and faithfulness prevented that. Friends, Scripture tells us that God desires that all should be saved and none lost. That is why Jesus came. We hear this clearly in the words of the Nicene Creed that we're about to confess in a few moments. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. It is also why God warned the Magi not to return to Herod. It is why God called Paul, as we heard from the letter to the Ephesians today. Paul said, although I am the least of all the saints, this grace was given to me to bring the Gentiles, us, the news of the boundless riches of Christ. He also said, the Gentiles have become fellow heirs, members of the same body and sharers in the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. My brothers and sisters, this is good news for us. Before Jesus, we were not heirs or members of the body or sharers in the promise. It was only for those with whom God had covenanted those promises, the Israelites. But now through Jesus, we too are heirs. We too are members of the body. We too share in the promise through the gospel as those who've been brought in, those who've been transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light as followers of Jesus Christ. Let us be resolute in this, in this new year, in this new decade. Friends, that is to be rooted in Christ. As events unfold in the world that are well outside of our control but still affect us, as opportunities continue to unfold, and they will, we know this, for fear and worry to grip us. Rooting ourselves in the revelation of God in Jesus Christ gives us anchorage. It gives us hope. Friends, it gives us a firm place to rest, to live, to be. We aren't promised freedom from hardship and suffering because of our faith in Jesus Christ. What we are promised is that we have one who is faithful 
and one who loves us to walk with us always. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.